Good morning, America, and thank you for tuning to the Outdoor Scene, Southern New England's longest continuous radio program dedicated to everything in the great outdoors. And now, here's your host, Wayne G. Barber. Thank you, Roger, and good morning, America. It's Sunday morning, 9.05, another edition of the award-winning Outdoor Scene on Smokin' 99.9 FM, 13.80 AM on the dial since 1954, and Simple Radio, TuneIn Radio, Alexa, and so many other ways. If you miss any part of this uh, show, program, or my other fine programming on WNRI, the station with personality, you can always listen at a later date on our podcast at anchor.fm slash Wayne dash Bobber. Weather today is brought to you by God, as always. And we have a high tide today at 6.57 tonight in Narragansett Bay. Low tide at Susie Falls is going to be about noontime today for freshwater anglers. Sunset, 5.22. Bring it on. Days are getting longer and the sun's getting higher and brighter in the afternoon. If you're a follower of hunting and fishing in good territory, your lucky day today, the major period, is at 9.49 this morning. The minor period will occur at 1.21 this afternoon. A moon right now is really, really pretty last night. About 64% full, and uh, bay temperatures are climbing 1 degree this week to 42. Length of the day, 10 hours and 43 minutes. You know, there's a lot of repair garages in North Rhode Island, tire dealers, oil change specialists, new car dealers. We have a high-performance specialist, too, that sponsors with our show, been with us since day one, and I'm proud to announce that DMB Performance is staying on for another season. Big DMB Performance Automotive Repair at 91 South Main Street, Pasco, Rhode Island, 401-710-9800. If you're coming up from Route 295, take exit 7B onto Route Route 44, then at the lights in Chipachet, bear right onto Route 100. Complete repair and service of domestic, foreign cars, and light trucks. High-performance work is their specialty. Already since 2000 in the town of Burrowville. Engine diagnosis, suspension, Rhode Island State Inspection. They do a real bang-up job with air conditioning, CV work, all kinds of axle work, and fuel injection. 
All mechanics are ASE certified and auto advanced level specialists in engine performance. They specialize in Ford high performance and engine rebuilding. Not just a changer of parts. Engine rebuilding, they'll get their hands dirty. They've worked on the Tasca Ford race program from 1984 through 1997. Again, local jobs and local taxpayers. Stop by for an appointment or an estimate of any repair or preventative maintenance. Call 401-710-9800 and that's Dawn and Customer Service, one of the best in the business at DMV Performance and Automotive Repair, 91 South Main Street, beautiful Pasco, Rhode Island, 401-710-9800. And don't forget about the uh, machine shop services available. They're not afraid to get their hands dirty over at DMV Performance. Also, uh, AAA Towing is always available at Larry's 24-Hour Towing under the same house as Boroughville Motor Sales and Bryan's Auto and Truck Repair, 401-568-6286. Also, used auto and truck sales and vehicle state inspections, uh, Peter Druin and John and uh, the whole crew up there, Brian, Jerry, they'll really treat you fine. And new arrivals every day, from a soccer mom van to uh, a classic vehicle. It's Moreover Motor Sales with AAA towing, lockout service, jump-starting service. You get stuck on that black ice, 401-568-6286. Harvest Moon Health Foods, Group 21, Unit 4, Colonial Plaza in Putnam, Connecticut. 860-928-2352. Healthy foods for a healthy lifestyle, gluten-free products, over 100 dried herbs, nuts, and seeds. Healthy snacks. Help your body to reinforce its immune response. Hemopathic and herbal allergy relief. We stock quality brand manufacturers, including Against the Grain, Rudy's, Nature's Plus, Vatlin's Organic Oils, Food for Life, and so much more. Natural honey and organic coconut sugar, raw milk. Elderberry for flu remedies. Consumer-friendly hours are Monday through Wednesday, 10 to 6 p.m., Thursday to Saturday, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m., and Sundays, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Harvest Moon Health Foods, .net, Unit 4, Colonial Plaza, Putnam, Connecticut. 860-928-2352. Proud sponsor of Brian Tag and the number 9 in the late model at Thompson Speedway. And you can see Brian in action at the Icebreaker, and that'll be the first weekend in April of 2024. And it's selected American-Canadian Tour races also in that hot rod number nine. We also got, uh, let me see, transportation and limousine services provided by CJ Trans of Fairbanks. Got a beautiful Ford Escape. Goes real good in the snow. And my receding hairline is being manicured by the Worcester Hair Company. Lori's been there over a year already as the owner, and she has one available booth left. Okay, and Little General Stores. Uh, they got a new program on their specials of the week. Instead of coming out Monday, they come out a little bit later at littlegeneral.com. Uh, top round steak at $5.99. Top round roast at $5.49. And imported ham at $5.89 a pound. At all Little General stores, there's one in your neighborhood. 
Folks, if you or someone you know is celebrating a birthday and you want Wayne to announce it on his program, just send him an email. His address is waynewnri at yahoo.com. Help make that special someone feel like celebrating with a birthday shout-out on WNRI. Thank you, Johnny Ray. And a big happy birthday to Mark LaFreeze, Jr., owner and operator of Electronic World in Pasco. That's where I get all my computer repairs done. Uh, Stephen Lima, 53. Boo Williams from his family and friends. Kyle Pacheco. Joey Payne turns 58. And tomorrow on the 19th, Jay Shear turns 41 tomorrow over in Boroughville. Our PSA is courtesy of WayneWNRI at Yahoo.com. And we'll take a peek at them and see if they're appropriate for the year. Okay, let's get to it. First of all, a big thank you. To uh, Representative Mike Chip- Chippendale, uh, Representative Brian Newberry, and Senator De La Cruz for uh, getting uh, House Bill HB 7294 uh, under consideration for further study. So as of this year, those uh, laws that they were trying to pass to refund our rights with the Second Amendment will be on the back burner until at least next year. Thank you very much for having the fortitude to get that on the back burner for now. Okay, now we got uh, going on day two of one of the oldest, largest ice fishing tournaments in all New England, the 62nd annual Scudic Lake Ice Fishing Derby. Uh, We had family members participate in the first day yesterday and includes fish caught at Ibami. Sabois and Boyd's Lake. And Chucky and his party went over to Sabois Lake. Stay away from the bigger crowds on Scudic Lake. And uh, they did very well. They started out in the morning. They got six beautiful pickerel. And then they had a blitz of splake that took over all the holes, drifted into their area. And uh, they met a game warden out there, had a nice conversation with them too. And everybody had a great time. Uh, as you uh, might be wondering how much ice there is up in Maine, in this particular area, it was 10 degrees when the buzzer went off to start the tournament, Saturday morning, and uh, the first holes they dug had approximately 18 inches of hard, solid ice. Uh, day two is today. We'll have the, all the results from that. They're going to post them tonight on Facebook Live at 7 p.m., on the uh, Scudic Lake Ice Fishing Derby, right on Facebook. They actually do it live. And uh, what prizes they have. And one of my favorite prizes that that one gives out, and I wish all the big derbies throughout New England would do this, Kids Lodges Fish, 5 to 15 years old. Uh, the first place prize for that is a lifetime fishing license from Harris Lumber. Second place is $250 Visa gift card. And the third place is a $100 gift card. And these are specialized prizes for just children from 5 to 15 years old. A real great family event. And this is the 62nd annual tournament. Now, Lake Winnipesaukee, we talked about last week. I believe that was the 43rd. Get your caught up, too. And uh, a reminder 
Uh, everybody had a great time with the record crowds at the New England Fishing Expo that was held back in February 2nd to the 4th over in uh, Marlboro. And now there's one left in New England, the real big one put on by the same people, the New Hampshire Outdoor Expo. If you missed the first one, uh, you're looking for a mystery ride from March 8th to the 10th at the Hampshire Dome in Milford, New Hampshire. And that's uh, Go Fish uh, Dan Kenny on that. What a great job he does. All the latest items for 2024. And uh, uh, fishing on that with all the lures, the tackle, the seminars. Uh, schedule your whole day up there by the hour with the different guest speakers they have. And you can really have a great time. You know what I didn't think of? I wanted, We got a big birthday party this afternoon and a late Valentine's party for the twins. With that busy schedule, we had to sneak them in. And I should have got some seafood over it, mainly seafood, the freshest seafood in New England. You know, there's getting to be fewer and fewer places that get it right from the docks every day. And mainly seafood's been there a long time on uh, Bates Avenue in Putnam, right on the side of 44, just at the Walmart in Putnam, Connecticut. It's only uh, conveniently 10 minutes from the mass border on 395 and 10 minutes coming up Route 44 from Gloucester. Uh, Closer than you think with fresh seafood. What a menu they have. A menu for a seat-in for about 14 people. Tremendous takeout business on the restaurant part. And also the fresh seafood in all the displays. And boy, they've got it priced uh, a market price. Daily, but absolutely fresh, right from the docks. They work with all three states. 860-928-7909. Mainly seafood, right off Route 44 and Putnam. Get you a little information here now, too, on another big event. As you know, today is that time of the year for the Daytona 500. I don't know if it's going to get in. There's a lot of rain forecast. And they already uh, rescheduled the Xfinity race, the second highest division. They've rescheduled that from Saturday to Monday at 11 o'clock in the morning. They did get the truck race in. And last week, they also got the first NASCAR Whalen modified race of the year. Ron Silk won that. Now, uh, last night, we had 101 laps, and that was the Daytona Craftsman Truck Series. 36 race teams made the field. They did have a full field. And believe it or not, that was the first career win and uh, for the uh, number two of Nick Sanchez. 12 caution flags, a record number, 12 caution flags. But records are always made to be broken. And that was Chevrolet's 100th win at Daytona and all the different divisions. Quite a, quite a, uh, an achievement. Now, last night also, I, I watched a little bit of the uh, twin races that they had, uh, you know, filling in that rain delay. And I'm glad to announce that on today's Daytona 500, scheduled to go off at 2.30 this afternoon uh, from local interest of modified racing and different divisions in New England over the years. Uh, Corey LaJoy will be in the number seven. He starts 29th, and he had one 
hell of a run going in that twin uh, race and got caught up in that last crash. Uh, Three-time guest on the race chat up right here. Uh, One full-time employee for the number 62, Anthony Alfredo, makes the field, starts 39th, guaranteed at least $200,000 with one full-time employee. Now, locally, uh, Kaz Grabba, right from the Boston area, he got in on the twin by six inches on the final checkered flag. He starts 26th, driving the front row sports, number 36, right on the side of another modified legend from New England, was already won this year, Ryan Priest in the 41 will start 25th. So we have a lot of local New England nostalgia in this race. And uh was uh, quite a race it was. The Craftsman Truck had uh, Nick Sanchez winning, uh, Corey Heim second, Ray John Carruth, uh, Brad Holmes, and Spencer Boyd rounded out to top five. Again, the Xfinity race will be delayed until Monday at 11. And uh, the number 60, uh, Mr. Money, Matt Hirschman, has won two modified races in a row over in New Smyrna. Let me see what else we got on the uh, burner right here. And I think I've got a real good song that will go with uh, a lot of kids that are out there fishing today. Tennessee Reading Ford. Catfish, Woke up this morning about half past four. She tiptoeing across my floor My ever-loving baby with a rod in her hand Heading for the creek called Catfish Land She yelled at me and said Get up, son, come along with me And let's have some fun I grabbed my britches and a long cane pole Headed for the red-hot catfish hole Catfish, boogie, 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 boogie Catfish, boogie, 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 boogie. Catfish, boogie, do it, baby, with me In the water in a shady nook The bobber jumped when Mr. Whiskers hit My gal flipped and throwed a fit She pulled and tugged and yelled What's wrong? I said, baby, he's a big and that cat's real gone Catfish, boogie, 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 boogie Catfish, boogie, 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 boogie Catfish, boogie, do it, baby, with me And let's take a stroll We walked along the creek Me and my miss She gave me a hug And a great big kiss She held me close And said I love you I said I got all of this And fishing too Catfish boogie 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 Catfish boogie 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 Catfish boogie Do it baby with me The late great Tennessee Ernie Ford 
Now, we're talking about my son-in-law, Chuck Spink, uh, Savoy's Lake with the pickerel, and uh, he got a blitz of splake uh, fish that is native up there to Maine. And then they uh, did a little fishing off uh, Route 11, just south of Millinocket, Wilderness Lake, another area about 18 inches of solid ice up there. Now, locally, Boston Bruins are a little funk right now. Uh, they come away with a loss in overtime yesterday to the upstart L.A. Kings 5-4. to four. Uh, They're going to be playing Dallas on 219, and that will be President's Day at 1 p.m. in the afternoon. So don't wait until 7 o'clock at night. This is one of those afternoon matinees. Uh, let me see here. Uh, the game-winning goal on that was Brent Clark, first career goal. Knocked off the Bruins in that game, 5-4. to four. My Edmonton Oilers are still on a roll, and uh, they come away with a 4-3 to three over Dallas. And uh, then next play, Arizona Coyotes on 2-19 in a 4 p.m. game. And uh, today is uh, National Drink Wine Day. <laughs> so you go on the church today, have your wine in your uh, host, and uh, have communion. Here you go. That's 62 annual Scudic Tournament. Boy, that's a good one. And I like it when they include those other surrounding bodies of water. Uh, a lot of people are misled on that, and they think it's just one big lake. But it's the same thing as the one that was last week at uh, Lake Winnipesaukee. It was the surrounding New Hampshire lakes, too. But there again, if you do get something for the board that's going to be on the money, You've got to get it in down there by the weigh-in, by that cutoff time in the afternoon. And sometimes some of the biggest fish are, are en route on those tournaments. So you really got to time it. I know in my experience running the tournaments that I had uh, all throughout Boroughville between the cracks and uh, Wayne's Place, my Bass, Tra- Bass Pro Shop affiliate store that I ran for 12 years, uh, you know, it was really touch and go because there wasn't a lot of snowmobiles on the ice. So these guys were hoofing it to get down to the weigh-in before they, you know, we closed out the ceremonies. And it was controversial a few times, but we always got it in. And I think back on that, of the record crowds. Now, the last three years, we've got just about non-existent ice around in. Now you have to keep traveling and get make your plans and travel farther and farther north to get safe, uh, workable ice, especially if you've got machines. And uh, that's the way it's going to be now with this global warming. This is three winters in a row. No between-the-crack tournament over at the, uh, the Brothers Crystal Lake in Boroughville. And... Uh, a couple of the most memorable tournaments that I ran, I ran one over at Sand Dam, Smith & Sales in Chapachet, when I had the bait shop. Uh, Bill Bodden came up from the call in the afternoon for pitches and the story for the call. And we had 130 paid participants in that tournament that we had. It was a slow news day. So Channel 6, 10, and 12 sent up crews. And really put us on the map. And then the same thing happened with Tom Mead. He was an outdoor writer for the Providence Journal. An old Canadian. He come all dressed up in red. And we had a blockbuster tournament over at uh, Wilson's Reservoir. And he actually participated. 
We dug him a couple of holes, and he got, got in there and did some fishing. And that was really quite a, seat, a sight to see Wilson's with over 100 fishers on the water. And there was no limit on the tilts. That was five tilts per person. Uh, a lot of the new tournaments now are limiting to two tilts or, as a fundraiser, leave your auger at home and they'll drill your hole for $5 a hole. And that generates a lot of money for the colleges or the particular event for the nonprofit's fundraiser. Uh, I've noticed they do a lot of that, too, out in Minnesota and North Dakota on those big walleye tournaments and uh, the black crappie tournaments out there. They uh, really, really take it serious, and they're big, big fundraisers. Uh, i got a little information here, too. As you know, for three or four years in a row, we've covered uh, the World Ice Fishing Championship, and this year it's going to be the 20th one. It's going to be in Mongolia in Kakorum, and that's going to be now. The new date is March 24th and 6th to the 10th. Uh, March, no, March of 2024, and the date's uh, March 6th to the 10th. Okay, there's more information on wifc.msff.mnhome. Or you can go into the USA Ice Fishing Turning and get onto your other uh, uh, ways to uh, look at that. So it's basically 19 days from now because of the weather conditions and everything else. I was going through the list, you know, with the war going on with the Ukraine. And the Ukraine team has won this world tournament at more than any other nation. But they still as of right now, have 19 nations that have signed up to uh, participate in it. United States has only won this, and that was here in this country in 2010. And uh, it's amazing uh, the kind of pressure this is. This is hand palm fishing with a two, uh, two or three-pound test line, a real specialized type of tournament that I really find interesting. Just to qualify to get into it is something. We've got a lot of results here. The second-day results from Lake Onipasaki and the grand prize winners. And we'll have a little buy story on that, too. That's going to be brought to you by Sirio's Pizza Rimmer and Restaurant with the best breakfast in Northern Rhode Island going on right now. They're looking for one more experienced server. And if you're going to watch the Daytona 500 this afternoon and want a delivery... Give them a call at 401-568-7187. They haven't lost an order yet. And today is Sunday. That means a nice dinner for two for twenty three ninety nine, including uh, decaf coffee, regular coffee, a soda, and a homemade dessert at Sirio's Pizza Rima and Restaurant at the Bridgeton Triangle for over 52 years. A lot of people take advantage right now of generating some pen money. Inflation has not been separate to any race or nationality. This inflation is just eating up everybody. And in my neck of the woods, a lot of people accumulate on a little pile uh, scrap metal. And they wait for the time of the year when the highest possible prices. Well, that's going on right now at Ross Recycling. And in our listening audience, 
on the station with personality, WNRI.com, Alexa, Simple Radio, and TuneIn Radio. They have branch locations in Clinton, Connecticut, Hartford, North Stonington, Preston, and Putnam, right here at 64 Tucker Hill Road. They are closed on Sunday, but they're open six days a week at 8 o'clock in the morning, 860-928-7165. Ross Recycling.
We got the uh, second day results from last Sunday over Lake Winnipesaukee and surrounding ponds and lakes up there in New Hampshire. And the fish standings for Sunday uh, were, let me see here, yellow perch, uh, very, uh, not too, too big. This was within reach of everybody. First place, 1.6 pounds, uh, 14.25 inches. And it was caught right there at Lake Winnipesaukee by Travis Williams from Meredith, a local. Uh, second place was 1.55. It was actually a tie for second and third, both 1.55, both out of Lake Winnipesaukee. Uh, the first angler on the board was Joshua Tewsbury from uh, Center Harbor, New Hampshire, and Daniel Wiles from Bonstead. Uh, th- fourth place was a 1.51 from Squam Lake, uh, my son Wayne fished that uh, Monday uh, as a pre-fishing uh, up there. Check out the ice conditions. Uh, Roland Poulin from New Hampshire, New Hampshire. Uh, New Hampton, New Hampshire. Coming fourth place on that. And Bear Pond produced a Lunker 1.51. Good enough for fifth place by Paul Young of Hill, New Hampshire. Now Saturday, 1.64, 15.35. Came out of Lake uh, Winnipesaukee by the same angler. This is why I made a note on this. Joshua Tewksbury, he must have been in the honey hole because he had the largest yellow perch Saturday, and that was good for uh, $500 plus an entry into the big drawing. And then on Sunday, he came right back in a second place and uh, with a 1.55. So he's got a right down pat on yellow perch and the location. Nice honey hole. Now on the white perch, let's see what they jumped up to on that. Squam Lake had the winner on Sunday. Uh, first place came out of Squam Lake at 2.43. This is only a 15-inch fish. Uh, Brian O'Donnell from Thornton, New Hampshire, comes away with that. That's good for $500. Uh, second place, 2.4. But a little bit smaller, 14.75. 
right there out of Lake Onipasaukee by Walter Young. Third place was 2.39 pounds. Same length as the fish above it from Lake Onipasaukee by Wyatt Burnham from Senahaba. Then it drops down to fourth place, 2.3 pounds, uh, Lake Winnipesaukee, uh, Joshua Young. And then fifth place, 2.27, Randy Stillings. Saturday's big fish was the big one for the weekend in the White Perch, and that was uh, a 276, 15.5 inches long, and that was caught out of Squam Lake. So Saturday and Sunday, the largest white perch measured in in the tournament came out of Squam Lake, not Lake Winnipesaukee. Interesting. Rainbow Trout. This was from Sunday, the second day. And this one I never thought would hold up. Uh, 4.54, Lake Winnipesaukee, Stevie Petsky from Wolfboro. That was a 22-inch uh Rainbow Trout. Second place, dropped down to 3.28, Connor Perry. Third place, 306 pounds. These are 20-inch fish uh, by the same guy that got first place, Steve Peschke. So he had a very good day, first and third. He got on the board there in two, two out of five. Fourth place was a three-pounder, Brad St. Laurent from Barrington. And uh, fifth place was three pounds even, a skinny 19-inch fish by Jed Cooper from Hoxett. Now, Saturday's big one was 366. That was 19 inches long, Newfound Lake by Griffin Nyman. So Sunday produced a big rainbow of the tournament. Pickerel, uh, Saturday's record was shattered too on Sunday in the Pickerel Division. Uh, Francis Lake produced it again. Uh, Brand, uh, Brad Lyman got a 5.73, 26 inches long. Again, this is either four or five years in a row. All the ice fishing tournaments that I've reported on on the outdoor scene, I have failed to see a six-pound pickerel, redfin or regular. Are these obsolete now? Have you caught one? Have you got pitches? Have you got it on social media? Wayne, W-N-R-I, Yahoo.com. Second place came out of uh, Opishi by Lee Shipley, 3.93. 3.93 was also for third by out of Winnesquam by Jonathan Valtz. Uh, fourth place was 3.92. A North Grafton Mass Angler, Timothy Morgan, he caught it at Walk. W-A-U-K. And then Ossipee Lake by Zachary Glowick from Linfield, Massachusetts. Got a beautiful 3.92, 25.25 inches. So that was the difference between fourth and fifth. The exact same pound, but the length was a quarter of an inch difference. Saturday, the largest pickerel weighed in came out of Squam. And that was a 5.21, 26-inch pickerel by Eric Paul from New Hampshire. Lake Trout. Oh, that is a whopper. I guess it was. Saturday, the leaderboard at the end of the day was uh, a fish by, from Gordon Eldridge 
What an angler. He's always on the board. He caught it at Big Dan Hole Pond, uh, 7.91, 30 inches. Well, that was shattered by one, two, two other fish on Sunday. Sunday, the whopper was a 16.6, 36 inch lake trout from Diamond Pond by Richard DeLandre from Londonderry, New Hampshire. Second place was 9.75, 28 inches from Tarleton Lake, T A R L E T O N. I gotta put that on my list down, my bucket list. Uh, Herbie Parody caught that from Warner, New Hampshire. Uh, third place was 755 out of Lake Winnipesaukee by John Calfitz from Brookline, New Hampshire. 6.22 from Nobasset, N O B A N S I T Lake by Andrew Beard from nearby Southboro, Massachusetts. Uh, fifth place was good for a six pounder. Sunapee Lake, Joshua Shumway from Laconia, New Hampshire. Okay, that's the lake trout. We've got to get into the grand prize winners too, and I'll explain on how that works. Cusk. I knew Saturday's uh, big fish wouldn't hold up. Saturday, when we left at the afternoon at 4 o'clock, 7 pounds, 30 inches long, out of Lake Francis by Jeff Paris. Uh, led the board. And boy, what an angler he is. And I guess that is the hottest lake in New Hampshire for the Burbert Cusk. Because four of the top five fish that were weighed in Sunday came out of Lake Francis. Three of them by the same fisher. Okay, first was a 786. That came out of Lake Winnipesaukee by Caleb Currier. Second, third, fourth, all out of Lake Francis by Jeffrey Sheehan out of Troy, New Hampshire. And fifth place, also out of Lake Francis, was a 5-7, and that was Jeff Paris of Salisbury. He also got first place Saturday. So he got a first Saturday and a fifth on Sunday. He must have really targeted that with some stinky bait on the bottom. Now, one of the most attainable records that you're getting yet in any tournament, any age, just be a good jigger. And you can get on the board by catching a fun, fun fish, which is also good for the frying pan too, black crappie. And down here in southern New England, we call them calico bass. Okay, uh, Saturday, a 2.52, 17-inch out of Corley Pond, Tommy Lebrecht. I'm going to talk about him a little bit later. He hails from Sam Borton, New Hampshire. He led the board Saturday, and he led the board Sunday because nobody caught him. Sunday... 2.24 from Mascoma Lake by Kevin Bono. 2.1 pounds, 15 inch from Half Moon Lake by Trent Watson. Third place, a two pounder, 15.5, a skinny male, Cowley Pond by James Lebrecht. And I wonder if that's a brother tandem, James Lebrecht and Tommy Lebrecht. But they do call, oh, Northport, Florida. Maybe he came up for the tournament. Fourth place was 1.99 pounds. 
Mascoma Lake by Kevin Bono. In fifth place was a 198 from Bellow Lake, B-E-L-L-A-U, by Laney Miller from Ossipee, New Hampshire. Okay, grand prize winners. First place. Now, what they did was every category of fish from Saturday on the board at 4 o'clock, you got one chance, your name and your fish put into the pot for the big drawing. At the end of the finish, uh, fishing Sunday, the leader of each division, from the smaller fish to the bigger fish, you had the same equal chance, one chance in the pot. So I believe if you add it all up, it's like seven chances from Saturday, seven chances from Sunday. And this is where they pull it out of the hat. So it's an equal, equal derby on all species of fish. And again, this year, one of your smaller species of fish comes away with the 15000 plus he got $500 for leading that particular day. Tommy Lebrick, a black crappie, $15,500 for two days' work, and he calls San Borton, New Hampshire, home. Second place, $5,000 by Stephen Peschke from Wolfboro, New Hampshire. Third place was three grand, and uh, Richard Valandry from Londonderry, New Hampshire. How many tickets were sold for the drawings and to participate in the tournament? Well, they have the ticket numbers on the side of each daily winner and uh, how the drawings go for the every 15 minutes of the $100. And I'm looking at one right now, 40659 was the number of the ticket. You talk about one of the largest fundraisers in all New England of any sport. And I'll include golf in that, too. This is such an enormous, by the great Rotary Fishing Derby, the Rotary in New Hampshire. Now, Roger and Chris and everybody down here, uh, John Brand, they're very active in the Rotary in Woonsocket. I was actually a guest speaker at one of the meetings right here at one of the restaurants when uh, Roger was president. But uh, what a fundraising organization. And I don't know if you realize this now, but Rotary is an international association, and their policy is whatever they generate in fundraisers goes back to the public. And I know they have a great big golf tournament by the great Rotary uh, from Meredith, New Hampshire also. That, that is absolutely amazing. Okay, I got an email that just came in about the uh, fishing tournament. They said, you said Thomas Lebrecht uh, won it for 15000 plus he got $500. Okay, he was the one Saturday, and it, it held up for two days, a 2.52, 17-inch black crappie. Come in first Saturday for $500. And that was two inches longer than the second place fish. And it held up 
to get get him into the big drawing the following day for another $15,000. Amazing, isn't it? And uh, the second place fish, too. Uh, I'm looking at the winners now, and that was Stephen Peschke. I'm not sure if that was a Saturday or a Sunday fish or the species of the fish, which come in second place for $5,000. But I'll have that information for you right here in a second. Okay, so that was out of Saturday's drawing. Second place to one five thousand was another Saturday fish. It's amazing that hold up for two days. The nerve okay, that was a rainbow trout. The rainbow trout that was caught Saturday. And this is not a very big fish. I didn't think it would hold up. Uh, first place on Saturday was that Stephen Peschke, who got him in the drawing, a four point five four pound rainbow trout, twenty two inches long. He caught it Saturday. And it was the biggest fish, and uh, got him that chance into the drawing for five thousand. Plus, he got five hundred dollars for the Saturday's biggest fish in that species. It's amazing. A black crappie, then a rainbow trout were the two big winners on that, and so many numerous prizes, over fifty thousand uh, prizes, fifty thousand dollars in prizes were handed out on that, and uh, I didn't win. Uh, the group that we had up there, that my son Wayne, he rents a house every year up there. I believe he had 13 different people come and fish different days with him up there in the house. And a, a big thank you. He organizes that every year. And when I go up, Grumpy Roll Men 3, uh, me and my brother-in-law, this year, uh, Bill Bliven went up. And Wayne personally guides you and gets you right on the fish. And he really looks forward to that one week for his vacation to get into this tournament with the house, the pre-fishing, all the planning all year, and then hope and pray you have enough ice. And it's getting tougher and tougher each year. But one of the regulars, Richard Lasado, won $100 on the first day. I'm not sure, but I think he won last year too. Or maybe it was Gussie. Steve Gustafson from North Smithfield. But there's usually one of the 13 to 17 guys in our group that at least gets some of the money back on the $100 drawings. And that's every 15 minutes while the derby is being run. And it's, uh, uh, you can win again. As soon as you win, they mark it down, take your name and put it back in the pot. So you can win the following day too. So it's pretty fair how it runs. And as a fundraiser aspect, you don't have to fish in the tournament to qualify for a lot of prizes, including the cash payouts, because that's part of the fundraising format. And this year, i got to let you know, whoever the webmaster is up there, hats off. That guy is just an ultra, ultra webmaster. Right to the minute, as it's weighed in, it was posted on the website. And I did like a play-by-play for hours on the computer, checking and see which ones were weighed in, what the big one is for the day. And I'm sure most of the anglers on the ice, if they were then, you know, uh, service of their uh, outlet for their carrier for their phone, 
knew exactly, right to the minute, what the leader was in the board in that division. And that saved the lives with catch and release on a lot of fish. Because you already knew there's a 254, there's a 237, and yours is, well, I'm not sure, it's a 1.8, 1.9. Now you know. Put it back in. It's not big enough. It's not going to do it. And the sad thing on that, another Lasado that was in the group, and what a fisherman he's turned out to be. I don't know, Dennis and Richard, they've, they've got their hands full with this uh, dynamite, Jordan Lasado, because the first two days up there, he did his pre-fishing and posted the fish on Facebook with that grizzly Adam's beard. He looks like he's Amish, but he had a monster 17-inch black crappie, and he said it was 1.8. But, you know, if that was in the two range, if he would have caught that fish Saturday or Sunday, he would have been in the moolah. But, you know, you've got to time it right, but it was still the thrill. I think that was his personal best, too, on black crappie. But an awesome fisherman, everybody in the crowd, uh, David Ames, uh, Steve, uh, especially uh, making up the fish fries, and also supporting, uh, like, Graham, my grandson, and my grandson, Mason. Now they've been fishing a few years. Uh, Graham went up for a, a two or three days with one of his friends, and they're bringing in the next generation of anglers, just like my other family members are doing up in uh, Milo, Maine, in that area. Uh, Cody and Jake are, are bringing Riley and Wyatt into the fraternity up there. And if the weather's pretty good, I heard my daughter's going to kick some butt. Kim's going to join the Frau. And, you know, it was just a little bit too cold. And what she's been through health-wise, it wouldn't have been worth an attendant above yesterday. But next weekend, one of the neighboring towns, and there's 80 ice fishing derbies just for the month of February in the Pine Tree State. You heard me right. You have your choice of 80 fishing derbies in the month of February in the state of Maine. And there's one close by to them. Kim was telling me, boy, this one's got some real big prizes too. So she's going to play the weather for the week. And I think she's going to join Chucky and Cody and Jake and the two grandkids and uh, see if they can uh, get on the board in that. But what's happening with the weather-wise it's so discouraging. We had maybe 10 days of safe safe ice this year so far, and even on the way in this morning, it was basically skim ice. And that's what a 16-degree overnight. That afternoon sun is really doing a number on the ice locally. If you're going to stay die hard in the ice fishing, you're going to have to start making plans in our lifetime to travel farther and farther north. So that means maybe a little bit stronger trailer, uh, maybe jumping up to a snowmobile. Uh, you get your jet sleds and everything behind you, uh, even the ATV part of it too. But the snowmobiles will get you a lot of coverage. And what's the difference? Uh, getting a G3 or a, a Bass Pro uh, big boat to fish around here in the warm water? Or if you're a diehard with the ice fishing, Make the investment. There's a lot of good quality used sleds out there. And make your plans, make your vacations, and make your trips to do it. And go by the abstracts. 
rules and regulations. All the information is right on my website, waynebobbasoutdoorscene.blogspot. Left-hand side's got all your DEMs and all your rules and regulations. Now, if you're looking for black powder or anything in shooting supplies, there's only one source, Bullseye Shooting Supplies. At 837 Park Avenue, uh, they are closed today, but six days a week, precisely at 930. He's a former military guy. 837 Park Avenue, 401-766-4409. I did notice on his social media, he acquired an older gun collection for you collectors. Check it out before they disappear. Wagnolia Pet Grooming, Wayne, run the special for March. Free nail clipping for your family member at Wagnolia Pet Grooming. A clean dog is a happy dog. And... You know what I just noticed? I didn't have my glasses on. It's at 601 Great Road, North Smithfield, 401-999-2440. Everybody had a ball with their uh, Valentine's pictures with their family members on that, too. Hopkins Brothers Auto Repair, with the best brake job in Northern Rhode Island. I can attest. I had mine done last week. My rear brake's on the Escape that I'm using. Herbie did an excellent job. He got me in with one day's notice. He also serviced four other cars while I was here. I don't know how he does it, but what a great job at an affordable price. Northeast Race Cars and Speed and Hopkins Brothers Auto Repair. 401-568-4463. 401-COX-710-9992. Or call Scott and get those speed parts delivered by 11 o'clock at one 800 766-4748. Northeast Race Cars and Speed, Hopkins Brothers Auto Repair, and the He Shed at Hill Road in Harrisville. You know, a lot of restaurants have a knockoff. They're a wannabe, and they add on Mexican food, which is getting popular. But Casa Burrito, right here at 114 Main Street, big white building in Blackstone, Massachusetts, they will be open today at 11 has guaranteed authentic Mexican food. You enter the premises, front door or side door, and you feel like you're crossing the border. What a menu, gluten-free, beer and wine available, catering service available, Mexican food catering. Felix has got a luncheon special too, uh, Monday through Friday, 11.30 to 2, a nice uh, businessman special, luncheon special, Casa Burrito, 508-928-0904, if you want the good stuff. I surprised my wife this week, Valentine's Day, we had an afterglow, and uh, I was uh, doing some shopping over in Northern Rhode Island, and I says, I'm going to surprise her, because even though she's just starting with diabetes a little bit, just a little taste won't hurt you too much. So I went and saw my good friends at Who Cut the Cheesecake? And uh, what a crew. And what a variety. Over 10, uh, 20 different varieties. Also doing birthday parties now and catering. And a coffee club. An 11th cup of coffee is free. At Who Cut the Cheesecake? At the Chapachet Rotary. Right there in Gloucester, Rhode Island. 401-742-9240. You know. I'm getting uh, all kinds of curiosity. I wonder what flavor he got, Susan. 
I got her something I never saw before. The name of it was called Turtle, and she absolutely loved it. That little taste of caramel on it. Who cut the cheesecake with flavors? Matter of fact, uh, I saw a, a, a girl from the post office in Connecticut came all the way down from Connecticut to get some beautiful cheesecake. Now, if you can't make it to that branch, uh, they have a wholesale business, too, at the Beef Barn, Rhode Island and Mass location, 85 Main and Putnam, and Willie's Steakhouse and Sushi Bar over in Worcester. That kind of covers everything for the day. I want to thank you very much. And remember, tomorrow, have the best day of your life.